From coast to coast to coast, tonight, Canadians rejected division and negativity. They rejected cuts and austerity, and they voted in favour of a progressive agenda and strong action on climate change. Hey there, it's Dana from Can Learn English, and you're listening to the Can Learn English podcast. The Can Learn English podcast is for intermediate to advanced English language learners who are serious about learning English for everyday life. With this podcast, you'll reach fluency faster by learning phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. Are you ready to learn English for the Great White North? Let's get started. Hey there, guys. So we are on episode 30. I cannot believe it. I hope that I am supporting you in your English learning journey. That's my goal with this podcast to help you reach an advanced level of fluency. You can support me by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review. The more subscribers and the more reviews that this podcast has, it means that I can reach more students and I can continue to produce this podcast for you on a weekly basis. So your support already means so much to me that you're listening, but go ahead, subscribe, like it, share it, uh, spread the news about the Can Learn English podcast. Now, this has been an exciting week, hasn't it? So we had our election results in Canada. And by now, we all know that Justin Trudeau has been re-elected as the Prime Minister of Canada, but we have a government that looks very different than it did before the election. So if you've been watching the news, then you've probably heard some new terms and vocabulary that I'm going to talk about today. And I'm also going to get a little bit personal and share who I voted for in this election and how I made that decision. So let's get into some of the vocabulary. First off, you've been hearing the term minority government. This is because although the Liberals won the most seats in the House of Commons, they didn't win more than half. Half would be 170. And although the Liberals are forming the government, they lost the popular vote. So the popular vote means the total number of votes. So it was actually the Conservatives that won the popular vote. They won 6,115,424 votes. Take a minute and see if you can write that down. I'll do it again. Sometimes these big numbers can be challenging, so let's do it again. 6,115,424 votes. And then the Liberals won less. They won 5,868,109 votes. So this equated to 34.4% of the popular vote for the Conservatives and 33% for the Liberals. This is because Canada has a first-past-the-post system. This means that in each riding, the candidate with the most votes gets a seat in Parliament 
even if they don't win the majority. So even if a candidate only gets 40% of the votes, as long as it's the most, they head to Ottawa with a seat in Parliament. So what is the problem with this? Well, it means that two people that are running in different ridings, these are the electoral districts, they can each earn the same percentage of the vote, but one will win and the other one won't. And this system of first past the post also encourages what people call tactical voting or strategic voting. So this is when someone will cast a ballot, not for the person that they actually support or want to win, but for the candidate who is best positioned to defeat the candidate that you most dislike. So a lot of the political commentaries were saying this sometimes happens with the Green Party of Canada. So the Green Party won three seats in the House of Commons in this election, and a lot of people might support the Green Party, but they feel like, well, I should vote for the candidate who's most likely to defeat the one that I don't want to be there. So say, for example, you want to vote green, but the liberals and the conservatives are neck and neck in your riding. So they're the two strongest candidates, but you really don't want the conservatives to win. So you might just vote liberal to give them that extra boost instead of voting for the party that you truly back. So this is called strategic voting and a lot of people strategically vote in Canada. So Trudeau said that he would abolish this system, that he would abolish first past the post before 2019, but he didn't. He said that Canadians were not, in his view, that insistent about changing the way they cast ballots in the federal election after all. So he retracted this. He didn't end up changing first past the post. And the alternatives are a little bit complicated. It's gone to referendum many times. Should we abolish first past the post? Should we not? And it seems like Canadians are in general just happy with the way that we're doing things. Although there are some activists and some different organizations that are trying to push for a more fair voting system. So back to our minority government, Trudeau's minority government. This is the largest minority government in history. So the Liberals have won 157 seats which means they need 13 extra votes every time that they want to pass a bill. They will do this by forming a coalition with other parties. A coalition is when members of parties come to an agreement to get things accomplished. So the Liberals will have to make compromises. If they ask the NDP to support them, the NDP might ask for a favor in return and have some of their issues brought to the table by the Liberals. So who will the Liberals work with? That's a great question. Well, the NDP said that they would work with the Liberals on issues such as climate change, pharmacare, so having a drug plan so that the drugs in Canada aren't so expensive, interest-free student loans, cell phone bills, affordable housing, and taxing the ultra-rich. So this is what the NDP is willing to work together with the Liberals on. So the Bloc Québécois is now the third largest party, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. But how do they feel about working with the Liberals? Well, this is what the leader Blanchette said. If something is proposed in Parliament which is good for Quebec, we will vote in favour of it. If something that is proposed which is not good for Quebec, we will go against it. So the Bloc Québécois are a Quebec nationalist party. They are only 
in Quebec and they stand up for the province of Quebec. But there are other types of coalitions that could occur too. The Conservatives and the NDP could join forces to block bills proposed by the Liberals. However, both the NDP and the Bloc are on the left side of the political spectrum, so I would say they're probably more likely to work with the Liberals than the Conservatives. And as I was watching the election coverage, I heard the expression blue wave. This has to do with the majority of the West, so the provinces of Saskatchewan, Alberta, and parts of British Columbia voting Conservative. The Conservatives are represented by the color blue. So when you look at the map of Canada with the results from the election, you will see that the entire province of Saskatchewan is blue and all of Alberta voted conservative except for one riding. So a blue wave has come across central and western Canada. We see a lot of conservative representation in this area. And as Justin Trudeau celebrated the Liberals' narrow victory, miles away in western Canada, conservatives were discussing Wexit. Okay, so Wexit is a play on Britain's Brexit, and it's exactly how it sounds. Western exit from the rest of Canada. So Wexit was trending on Canadian Twitter, while a votewexit.com Facebook group appeared to skyrocket with membership. So by Wednesday, I just checked this, they have over 200,000 members. So what is happening? Well, the energy sector is strong in the West, with it being rich in oil and gas, and many of Trudeau's policies are very unpopular with Westerners. The premier of Saskatchewan asked Trudeau to cancel the carbon tax and for more pipelines so that they could get more of their exports to international markets. Pipelines have been a big issue in this election, and they are the system of connected pipes which transport liquid and gases namely oil and natural gas, across long distances so they can get to market. In Canada, there are more than 840,000 kilometers of pipelines that go across the country, and this sector employs between 100,000 and 200,000 Canadians. But there is some resistance to pipelines because of climate change, pipeline leaks, First Nation rights, and oil tanker spills. So this is a topic that is important to Westerners with this being such a huge industry in the provinces that they live in. So another interesting part of the election was the amount of seats won by the Bloc Québécois. In this election, they regained their official party status. So to gain this, a party needs to have a minimum of 12 seats in the House of Commons. Now, let's talk about how I voted in this election. I was on the fence about talking about my political views, but I know that you guys are curious. I've gotten some questions about this on Instagram and Facebook. So since I started voting when I was 18, I voted for the NDP. This is for the New Democratic Party of Canada. In every election, in the federal election and the provincial elections, I voted NDP. So when I first started voting, the NDP was led by a leader named Jack Layton, who was absolutely incredible. At the time, I even became a member of the NDP party. Now, in the last election, I didn't vote because I was not allowed to because I wasn't living in Canada. As you know, I still don't live in Canada, but the rules have changed and Canadians who live abroad can vote. So this was something that I was very happy to hear and I was very happy to be able to participate because I have a Canadian passport. It's the only passport I hold and I'm really like that I have a say in how my government is run. But in this election, 
I didn't vote for the NDP. So the reason for this was, is although that I agree with a lot of the policies of the NDP, I was a little bit worried about how much all of their social programs and things that they were proposing would cost, and if this was something that Canada could afford. I also decided, as I usually do, to take a look at the candidates in the riding where I vote. So I vote in London North Centre. So when I took a look at the candidates, I decided that I would vote for the Liberal candidate. And this was my first time ever voting Liberal. And I was not stoked about it. I was not something that I was really excited to do. But I felt that this candidate was my best option and I believe in my local candidate's ability to represent my riding in Ottawa. Now, I've had a lot of questions about my opinion of Justin Trudeau on Instagram. You guys have asked me, and I know that he's really, really popular internationally. Everyone seems to love him, and I get it. He's handsome. He's charismatic. He has his gender-balanced cabinet, and it's all very romantic, but I don't think that a lot of Canadians are wooed by this. This isn't something that impresses us. One thing that you have to know about Canada is a lot of the things that Justin Trudeau stands by that might seem really amazing internationally are just a reflection of typical Canadian values. This isn't something that is innovative for Canadians. It's not something that is new for us. The Liberals and the Liberals' policies and Justin Trudeau this is all something that honestly reflects a lot of what we believe. I personally feel a little bit meh about Trudeau. I certainly don't love him. I think that he's made some major mistakes, uh, one being the SNC-Lavalin scandal. And if you want to learn about that, you can listen to episode seven. It's called In Hot Water, and I talk all about this there. So I wouldn't say I'm his biggest fan. I certainly don't distest Justin Trudeau. I don't think he's horrible. I like the way he represents Canada internationally. And that's also part of the reason that I voted liberal in this election. I'm not sure if I'll vote liberal again. I certainly didn't want a conservative government and never say never, but I can't see myself supporting that political party in the future. So I tend to lean a little bit left. And for this election, liberal seems like the right fit. If you guys have any more questions about what Canadians think about Justin Trudeau or anything about the election, you can drop me a line on Instagram. It's at canlearnenglish. I love interacting with you guys. I love politics. You can probably tell that by some of the topics that I choose for this podcast. If you have any expressions or suggestions on things you would like to hear me talk about, I am 100% open to your opinions. So again, just write me an email, go to the website, canlearnenglishpodcast.com or go to my Facebook group, anything you can find me. I'm online, so you'll find me somewhere. Now, if you would like the transcripts for this episode, you can become a Podcast Plus member by going to canlearnenglishpodcast.com forward slash transcripts. You can get these transcripts for less than the price of a coffee a week. So it's a really great deal and it helps me keep this podcast going. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, bye-bye.